Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young man back. He is the former chief of staff of the Department of Defense here in the United States of America. It's Cash Patel. Cash, how are you? Good to see you again. I'm great, Joe. Thanks for having me back on the show. Well, you are great. I agree with you. Um, so <laughs> you, we broke Twitter last time. You're on with, with my buddy Sean on yeah. Friday. You're on with me Monday or Tuesday. And both days, the trend started on Twitter and other social media that there is no evidence that Trump offered National Guard troops <laughs> to protect the Capitol on January 6th. They literally, I mean, and they're calling this, gosh, I don't get it. How can they call it a fact check when you've got the proof? Now, the, their <laughs> argument is you haven't shown the proof. You keep saying that you have it, but you haven't shown it. Let me ask you this, that, that I think that it will solve this entire problem. When yeah. you were in front of the January 6th commission or committee, did you tell them about the offer or not? Absolutely. So, <laughs> they, so I mean, that you would be in jail if you lied. Right. I mean, he, and here's the thing. These, are these same clowns, these PolitiFact, the fact that the fact that PolitiFact is a name in and of itself that's doing <laughs> fact-checking is ridiculous. Right. These are the same guys that kicked us to the curb for the Russiagate hoax. So, right. well, let's set their credibility aside for one second, and let's say they actually are fact-checkers. What do you think they think I did? Staged an Oval Office meeting with the Commander-in-Chief, the Secretary of Defense, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and the National Security Advisor, the President of the United States, and we made up an order? And then we said, okay, let's not document the order anywhere. Then, two days later, when Nancy Pelosi and the Capitol Police finally get around to requesting the National Guard, which they must do by law, what do you think we did? We executed an illegal order because we did not have the authorization of the president of the United States for National Guards, men and women? No, we were able to do the fastest cold start in war- since, U- uh, since World War II right. in U.S. history because two days ago the president had given us th- what the law requires, which is an authorization. Now, do you think those records don't exist at the Department of Defense because PolitiFact and this DOD say we couldn't find anything? It, it, what's interesting, Cash, is that they always say it this way. There is no evidence, which means if the evidence shows up, they'll say, oh, well, now there's evidence and we can prove it. Your testimony in front is sworn to you were sworn in, right? Yeah. Your sworn testimony in front of this committee is the evidence. It's just like Rudy Giuliani saying, I've got affidavits and people saying, well, that's not evidence. Yes, it is. A sworn affidavit that's notarized, that's signed by somebody and sworn by somebody is in fact evidence in a court of law. What you did in swearing to tell the truth is that's evidence. And they would have immediately had you arrested for lying to them. You can't lie to Congress. It's against the law. So uh, have you produced the actual documentation? When you were on with Sean, I saw them sort of flipping through it on the screen as you were on. Is that stuff available for other people to see or not oh yeah one of the things he put out there was the dod biden inspector general report about our conduct on jan 6 do you know what was in that report mayor bowser's written written refusal for troops in her own writing her letter to the department of defense saying i don't need national guards men and women in dc hers you know what else is in the DOD Biden Inspector General report about our conduct on Jan 6th? That we did not delay, we did not obstruct, and we acted professionally in the lead up and on January 6th. That's the Biden Inspector General. Amazing. Do you think we would put that kind of information out if it was false? And I didn't even have to. They did. So it's all out there, including the DOD timeline. But here's what's not out there, which I think is just ludicrous. And this is what PolitiFact is talking about. They're like, well, Cash Patel didn't hold up the memorandum uh, from, you know, the secretary to the chairman to the president. Of course I didn't. I don't have that. Right. Do you think that doesn't exist? Because here's what you're saying. If, if, if what PolitiFact is saying true, then here's who broke the law. 
the President, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the Secretary of Defense, the National Security Advisor, the Secretary of the Army, and the 15,000 National Guardsmen and women we deployed and employed on January 6th, if what they're saying is true. It's, it's stunning. Now, I knew all that, and you and I have talked about all that, but I want to make sure that we bothered them again today because <laughs> you, you've, you've got the evidence, Cash. You've got, this is all fact. You would be oh, in such deep, such deep trouble right now if you were lying about this. But here's the question, and maybe this is a catchy, a, a catchy question that's rhetorical. I don't know. But when social media puts out something that says independent fact checkers say, now we know that Facebook has already admitted that independent fact checkers are opinion makers, but if they say independent fact checkers say there's no evidence that Trump said uh, or offered up National Guard troops for January 6th to protect the Capitol, and we know that they're lying, they know they're lying because what you're saying is provable, what, what can we do? Shouldn't there be recourse? There should be recourse against that media outlets, outlets with an S. Yeah. And, you know, you got to sue them for defamation or whatever. We can get into that. But the recourse is, let's just look at the history. These are the same companies that said, the same media outlets that said Donald Trump colluded with Russia right. and everything that Devin Nunes and Cash Patel are telling you is totally false. Mm. That Hillary paid for it. The FBI was hijacked. And James Comey led the biggest criminal enterprise in U.S. presidential history. Turns out we were right. Why don't you listen to the guys who are careers that testified multiple times under oath and did the mission of the United States instead of listening to some bozo at PolitiFact who hasn't served for one second of their career and all they want to do is sling mud and sell rags. Fightwithcash.com, fightwithcash and cash with a K.com. Go there, help them out, see how you can do so. And, and let's make sure that we're telling the truth and that we're not just buying what these so-called fact checkers say. We have disproven them many, many times. It's funny, Cash, because I actually found, and I'm going to send this to you today, I found the actual screenshot of Facebook saying that Mike Lindell and I um, contain sexual content and possible nudity. So they mosaiced out or, or they blurred out you know, the picture of Mike and I just talking about the election. This is what they do. They lie about you, and they know that a certain percentage will believe that Cash Patel is a liar. Cash Patel is making this up, and, and, and he's just a, a Trumper who hates America somehow. If they could, they would probably call you a white supremacist, but I think because of your heritage, they probably can't get away with that. So, so no, let's, no, they no, just call me a dictator. All right, and, and, and again, I mean, for, for my money, if they had anything on you, we wouldn't be able to freely speak about this. You'd be behind I bars somewhere. <laughs> right. Right. So if people go to, uh, to fightwithcash.com, before we get into Ukraine, if they go to that website, how does that help you out? What does that do? Yeah, it's all interrelated. Look, thanks for giving me 30 seconds here. Fight with Cash, really simple. I got defamed. I got deplatformed by big tech, big media. I wasn't the only one. I sued New York Times Political and CNN for defamation. Everybody in America that's been defamed should have that same right, and money should not be an issue. So I started fightwithcash.com. It's an offensive legal trust. I've been going around the country raising money, and what we're doing, if you have a case, go to the website and reach out to us. Check out our content. It's all free, and we will review your case for free, and if there's a legal cause of action, I will come to your courthouse, cut you the check for the lawyer, and file your defamation case for you so you have your day in court to clear your name. Amazing. It shouldn't belong to just the rich. It's for everybody. And that's what Fight With Cash is about. Fight With Cash. Cash is with a K. Fightwithcash.com. Go there right now. Let's talk about Ukraine. Cash, why should I care? I mean, Ukraine <laughs> has been the headline for four straight years. I don't know why. We keep on worrying about what Russia is or isn't doing. We hear the lie from the current administration that we care about the sovereignty in the border of Ukraine, although we don't care about the sovereignty in the border of the United States of America. So, simple question. Why should I care? I don't really have a good answer for you. 
I care about the American border. I care about not just our southern border, our east, our west, our north, our aerial border, our sub-oceanic borders. I care about those things because we cared about them under President Trump. And what we didn't have to deal with under President Trump was the rise of Xi Jinping in China or Putin in Russia. And what are we getting? We're getting back to the Russiagate days once again, where Putin paid $40,000 during the Obama administration to upend a US electorate landscape. He didn't change a single vote, cost him almost no money. He's running the same playbook against a weekend commander in chief in Joe Biden because he knows he can get the world to focus on Russia, Putin and the Ukraine. And that's all anyone's talking about. And now you've scared up the war machine to talk about World War Three. Putin is not invading and starting World War Three. It's not in his interest to do it. It is in his interest to flex over the United States, which is what he's doing right now. So for in your opinion, and this is an educated opinion as the former chief of staff of the DOD, in your opinion, he's just flexing? He's just saying, I'm the world superpower now and Joe Biden is a feeble shell of a man? Is that really what's going on? Yeah, you, you have, have to, to put, put yourself in these guys' positions. positions. I mean, this guy is the president of Russia forever. Yeah. Xi Jinping is the president of China and the CCP forever. But during the Trump administration, what they did not get to do was say, take on a Donald Trump and win because it just didn't happen. But now they're saying, well, we can actually get away with a little more. There's a president in the United States that we can take on and challenge. We can send our emissaries to the United States, to their meetings in Europe and elsewhere and say, we, Russia, are going to tell you what we're going to do and you're no longer going to tell us because there's no sanctions hammer. There's no global community willing to take them on because who's going to lead it? Joe Biden? No. Yeah. And that's the difference. And Putin's smart enough to know that. He's spending some some hundred thousand dollars, some few million dollars moving some troops around. What are we going to do? Send in the fifth fleet and start freaking World War Three in the Ukraine? The hell is, what, are, what are these people talking about here? Right. It makes no sense. We couldn't get out of Afghanistan appropriately. So they want to start another war. Well, I was going to go there. Uh, Fightwithcash.com is the website. This is Cash Patel, former DOD chief of staff. Um, when we talk about what we're seeing on a global landscape now, it really is an offshoot of what happened in Afghanistan. We screwed up Afghanistan so badly. I had former President Trump on. He told me what the plan was. No, you never take the military out first. That's stupid. You never leave all the equipment there. Biden did it exactly the opposite way that he should have. And because of that, China and Russia could then become best friends with the Taliban. China and Russia now sees that we ran away with our tail between our legs. And now China's being aggressive with Taiwan. And now Ukraine is getting the aggression from Russia. I mean, that really mm -hmm. is why it's happening, right? No, look, that's the best summary I've heard of it um, out of anyone that I've talked to recently. China and Russia went into Afghanistan the second we left. Why? Because they're taking over all the mineral rights there. They're taking our equipment and exploiting it and using it against the United States' interest, our own equipment. And yeah, you were right to have Donald Trump on your show and talk about the conditions-based withdrawal that I ran for him at DOD. It worked. And do you know the proudest thing I am of that entire withdrawal? Our plan left not one American soldier member dead, right. not one dignified transfer at Dover because we lost another soldier in Afghanistan. Joe Biden's evacuation killed 13 of them because he handed over the keys to Bagram and let an ISIS terrorist out. And 13 of our men and women had to be put in the ground here in America and their families had to be told it was another failure in leadership that led to their colossal loss of life. And we want this same administration right. to lead us into the Ukraine. 
It makes no sense. But, but Cash, I'm going to ask you about that. Biden has said that Trump set a deadline for May of 2021. That's why all this had to happen. I talked to the president. You know this all to be true as well. The condition-based withdrawal was never going to happen because the Taliban wasn't keeping to the conditions. So, so the fact that there was a May deadline doesn't really matter. That deadline was not firm because the Taliban had to jump through some hoops. And they weren't, yeah, jumping, and they weren't jumping through the proper hoops. So Biden blaming Trump, does it make any sense? Let, let's say you're the farthest lefty left. Left, you know, left-wing Democrat you can find. They can't make sense out of it if they go by exactly what you planned, right? Right, and that's the whole point. We handed off our plan. We literally, as chief of staff to DOD and everybody else, we said, look, you don't have to call it the Trump plan. This is America's national security. It has to right. succeed. I want Biden to succeed in national security. It has to work. We said, here's the plan. Here's the evidence. Change it appropriately. The Taliban still owes us a ton of things, but it's working so far, and it can continue to work both diplomatically and militarily. What did they do? They didn't even call us. We ran the largest transition in Department of Defense history, and their chief of staff and their incoming secretary of defense and undersecretaries didn't bother to return our phone calls. Wow. That's how political they made it. And then they said we weren't transitioning and we didn't give them a roadmap. We gave them everything they needed. And because it happened under Trump and because they politicized the national security apparatus of the United States, 13 more service members are dead. Afghanistan is a disaster. A thousand Americans are still stuck in Afghanistan. And we can't find some of them. And this administration wants to take us seriously as to its actions about the Ukraine and how we now have 850 or 8,500 soldiers on heightened alert. I know what that means, but does the rest of the world, we can't send these guys over in FedEx overnight care packages. Right. Where are we going to put them? It's Cash Patel. Go to fightwithcash.com, fight with cash and cash with a K, fightwithcash.com. Let me ask you very directly. Was there some requirement that the United States leaves in May of 2021 that Joe Biden couldn't stop? Was there something in stone that Biden had to say, oh, my God, Trump said so, so I have to do it? No, it was a conditions-based approach. We had a roadmap where we told the Taliban, yeah, May 1st, that's a good target for us based on the evidence now that could change at any given day. Right. And that's what we handed over to the Biden administration. We said, it doesn't have to be this May 1st. It's a date we're building towards because you have to build towards an actual withdrawal and a government takeover by the Afghan people and the Taliban because it's, you know, Afghanistan. Right. So that's what we were working towards. And the fact that they came, all they wanted to do was come in and just blame us. Is it Donald Trump's fault that the C-17s that airlifted so many refugees out of Afghanistan and illegal terrorists, by the way, had people plunging to their deaths? Is that Donald Trump's fault because you not, couldn't yeah. organize an evacuation based in evidence and procedure and, and, and appropriate behavior? How is that? How is that anyone else's fault? And and so they just came in and said, what do we do? We, we're going to blame Trump. Trump. And, and then, then we, the Biden administration, are going to actually do a victory lap and say we got us out of Afghanistan. While having America well, that's yeah. exactly why he did it, Cash. I mean, the bottom line is he tried to do this for the 20th anniversary of 9-11. He tried to say, look what I did. I ended Afghanistan, and he screwed it up and killed Americans. And you're right, people are being persecuted and killed every day by the Taliban because they don't agree with them, or they happen to be people that, that were allies of America, or they're Americans. Cash mm-hmm. Patel, go to fightwithcash.com. Last question, quick opinion, if you don't mind, maybe 30 sure. seconds. Is it your opinion, like it is mine, that the Biden administration is getting 8,500 ready because when your approval ratings suck, if you go to war, that tends to help help out unfortunate reality is the military industrial complex we don't have enough time to get into it is so big and it drives so much of the defense economy economy of this country it's one of those things we actually tried and did reform the military industrial complex yeah. because 
Those in Congress and those who own those companies and those who own those stock makes billions of dollars anytime the United States of America goes to war. It's no different this time, unfortunately. And suddenly the economy gets better. Suddenly his approval ratings get better. It's always good for the economy to go to war. It's always bad when you go to war with no plan and for no reason. I can't see any reason why we would send anybody over to Ukraine. We should do something other than talking about sending military to the region. Let's talk about it further next time. Go to uh, fightwithcash.com, fightwithcash.com, cash with a K. Cash Patel, thanks a million, brother. Uh, come back Thank anytime. I, I'd love to. I'm a man. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags.